0: Hi, welcome. I'm psychic medium, Jamie Lynn, and welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast. Before we get started today, I wanted to give you our website. It's electricspiritpodcast.com. We are going to be going over a book today called I Never Believed in Ghosts Until. You have a chance to win it. So please go to our website electricspiritpodcast.com and go to the contest tab to learn more. Today is October 20th. It's the full moon in Aries. It's a big day for transmuting energy. It may be a little intense because Aries is a fiery sign. I recommend that you meditate, light a candle, and set your intention for what you want. Aries connects with your solar plexus, so it's helpful to repeat the following mantra. I am strong, and I can do anything I set my mind to. I recommend saging and getting rid of things that you don't need, to make room for the new and welcome to the show welcome to the electric spirit podcast where we dive into all things metaphysical and fun here's your host psychic medium jamie lynn I'm psychic medium, Jamie Lynn, and welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast. I'm so glad that you're here because this is our very first episode, and I'm so glad you're joining us. And today we're just going to be talking about my backstory as a psychic medium. I have some metaphysical topics I wanted to go over, and then I'm going to tell you a not-so-scary ghost story just in time for Halloween. So I'm so excited you're here. Um, This podcast does focus on all things metaphysical and fun. I'm going to be doing solo podcasts as well as interviewing some exciting guests. The topics will vary, but it all boils down to igniting your spirit. Uh, We will have contests and audience participation where I do give readings. We will have a contest this week, or we do have a contest this week. We are giving away a book called I Never Believed in Ghosts Until from the editors of USA Today. Now, the contest, unfortunately, is only open to U.S. residents. But um, my psychic site is psychicjamie.com, and Jamie is spelled J-A-M-I-E. And you can also find me on Instagram at SoCalHealer. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about me so you had some background of who I am. I was born a psychic medium. I really started noticing this gift and ability around the age of five, because around the age of five, I started seeing spirits. And I did not anticipate having a career as a psychic medium because I do have 13 years of college. I have an MBA and a PhD. And really about 10 years ago, I had a calling to do psychic readings full time. And I'm so glad that I did. And really prior to the 10 years, I had been doing readings on the side for friends. So friends and, you know, word of mouth. I started doing readings in 1994, so I've been doing this work for 27 years, but full-time for 10 years. And in the early 90s, um, I had a few young friends pass away, and they contacted me in spirit right after they passed. Um, They were persistent to give messages to their loved ones here, and some of their family and friends were not open to listening to the messages, Um, I was not charging them money for the messages. So I was surprised that they did not want the messages. But I certainly respected that they didn't want to hear them. Maybe they just, if it was scary to them or they just didn't want to hear it. You know, sometimes this kind of work that I do can, you know, scare people or people aren't real open to it. And that's okay. I'm all right with that. And I and I um, I did have spirits around me, you know, all my life. And I knew that by doing this work, I could enhance the life, of, you know, loved ones here that are missing their loved ones that have passed, and to bring them comfort. Uh, since I was young, probably about fifteen, I would go to psychics because I was curious and. It's interesting because a lot of them asked me or, or all of them asked me why I was coming to them because they said I was psychic too, which I was kind of shocked that they could pick up on it, but it did give me confirmation. Um, and then I did recently go to an energy healer. I did not tell her that I was psychic and about halfway through energy session, she asked me point blank if I was psychic and I said, Why? And she said because there is a bright white light coming out of the top of your head, out of your crown chakra. So I was really shocked that she even picked that up. So I was shocked she knew and I I really feel a lot of these people gave me confirmation, like I said, that they even I tried to hide it but they somehow figured it out, which was kind of mind-boggling. But aside from being a psychic, I am a Reiki master and I have been a Reiki master since two thousand, so for about twenty-one years. I am an astrologer, an intuitive life coach, an ordained minister. And I was also a lead psychic for a professional paranormal group in New England and in Gettysburg. And we investigated some of the most haunted places. And that experience really put me closer in touch with the other side in the spirit world. Um, And we even have some voices on tape and evidence that is just mind-boggling. And, you know, their voices don't sound like our voice. So sometimes it's kind of hard to determine what they're saying in spirit. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about psychics and mediums and what they are. Uh, A psychic uses their intuition regarding a person's life, past, present, and future. And they do this by tuning into that person's energy. So it's really important when you do get a psychic reading that you ground yourself. And we'll be talking about this on other episodes, but it's really good to you know, not be nervous and just just go with it. Just go with it because we are tuning into your energies, and it is important to be positive. You want to be positive too. That's very helpful. Um, the information that you know psychics receive does come from spirit. Mine comes from my guides and a higher source, and they give me messages. And psychics just know things. I mean, they're not God, so we're not God. We don't know everything. Um, And psychics offer guidance and advice to deal with life's challenges. And many use other tools other than spirit to connect. And I use um, tarot cards and crystals, but I don't use them as a crutch. First and foremost, my information comes from spirit. I am a visual person, so I do like to look at the pictures of the cards, and I do like the oracle and tarot cards. I think they're pretty cool. Well, not all psychics are mediums, but all mediums are psychic, so I am both. And psychics use perception and their intuition to connect to your energy. And mediums mainly use reception, which is the ability to tune into a higher spiritual guidance. And a medium has the ability to communicate with people who have passed. And mediums connect with the spirit world I am an evidential medium, these mediums are able to communicate with information from spirit so they're able to communicate and get information from spirit and this can be verified unequivocally. The information is usually high caliber and there's no way to doubt its validity and that's when you're an evidential medium. Okay, I've been to some mediums just for fun and some of them would say, well, I have a grandfather here in spirit. Okay, my grandfather died, but they didn't give me any other information. So when I do these readings, I really get a lot of detailed information. And I recently had a reading with a client from overseas, and her father passed away last year. I gave her very detailed information throughout the reading. But one thing that stood out, I described the house, and she said there is... um. A door upstairs which she confirmed that i saw i saw a door upstairs and the door was closed it was a wooden door she did confirm that i also described this room and the color in great detail i told her that the room is not currently being used and she did confirm that i said that there is a window in the room that overlooks the garden and she confirmed that And I said that her father watches her mother, her and her mother, while they are working in the garden. And the interesting thing is she told me the other day, her mother, and this is before the reading, so the other day her mother looked up at that window and she thought she saw her father standing in the window watching them. And the father told me he does watch them while they're working in the garden. And that really gave me goosebumps. And see, sometimes I even startle myself. During a mediumship reading, um, the medium gives messages to their loved ones without help, just confirmation. You don't wanna feed the medium. Uh, The intention of mediumship readings is to let the sitter or the person know that their loved one is a part of their life. And I also wanted to add that psychics are are not just people that are able to see into the future. They can help you get on the right path in life and help you find your purpose in life. So, you know, psychics aren't just people feeding you messages. They can also bring you comfort. Every psychic is different. Um, Some psychics are more connected to spirit than others. Everyone has special gifts, though. And we're all supposed to be born with some psychic ability. Some psychics have more stronger gifts though than others. And um, I am a fourth generation psychic medium, medium. So I do have this ability. My mother's side had it and my father's side. So that's that's how that works. And I wanted to let you to go over. today I wanted to go over some of the Claires. Um, and I have all the Claires, the Claire abilities. And my strongest is Claire sentient. And clear sentient is inner sensing and clear thinking and clear knowing. And this is the most common way people receive psychic information. I'm very good at reading people. And it's interesting, a friend of mine recently asked um, what her new boss would be like. And I really described her to a T. I, I told her how she would, she would be and what her management style was. And she did give me confirmation on that. So clear sentience is the ability to feel sensations or emotions um, that give you um, psychic guidance. And clairvoyance is the one that we've all heard of. And it's, that is inner vision, your inner vision. And it's a French word that means clear seeing. It is the ability to see an image or event, uh, past, present, or future. And most often, psychics see visions in their head that that play out like movies. And I had a client ask me how her boyfriend died, and it's interesting the way it came through. It was like a movie. Clairvoyance is really not limited to predicting the future. Some clairvoyant people can see the past. Like myself, and like I said, it can be like a movie playing out in your head. And then some clairvoyant people also have other signs of being clairvoyant, such as vivid dreams and distinct images while meditating or daydreaming. Uh, You may feel strong emotions to places or even objects. Um, You could even see images in your peripheral vision or the corner of your eye. And you can even see flashes out of the corner of your eye without any medical explanation. Um, You may also receive messages that seem to kind of pop into your head for no apparent reason. And you often can feel what others are feeling. And you may even know what they are thinking. Like I have that ability. Sometimes it's a blessing and sometimes it's a curse. Clear audience is clear hearing. And this means that you can hear spirit messages audibly or inside your head from your spirit guides or angels. And this can also include dream discussions that you have with the spirit world while sleeping. My great-grandfather, who I've never met, came to me in a dream and he gave me some really important messages once, which was really interesting. So spirits can contact you through dreams. Um, the way to tell that you're audience is you may hear voices. You may have ringing in your ears for, with no medical explanation like I do sometimes. You, and you may have an imaginary friend like I did or in your, in your past, an imaginary friend when you were little. Um, you, could, you may awful, often daydream. And you may also have conversations with yourself. You're, um, usually you're highly sensitive and you also are very creative, naturally creative. Clear cognizant is clear knowing, and psychic messages just pop into your head when you have this. Um, I get this a lot, especially regarding clients that may be calling me soon. They just give me messages and, um, that just pop into my head and give me knowledge about uh, people or events. And this could also be a premonition regarding a future event that is unexplainable. Um, I did predict the coronavirus or the COVID-19, and Spirit did tell me it probably October of 19, but I, they said there was going to be a virus, like the Gwyneth Paltrow movie, and that there was going to be a pandemic. And I thought it was just a bunch of... Um, Sometimes I just, I unfortunately brush things off and I'm gonna start listening more and trusting things more. But clear gustin's is clear tasting. And this is the ability to taste something that isn't actually there. And in a medium reading, I tasted green apples once and there was no explanation why I was tasting the green apples because I haven't had one in a while. I've had red apples, but not green and green are usually a little bit different tasting. They're a little bit more tart. And the client did confirm that her loved one absolutely loved green apples and it was her favorite food. So Claire Gustin's means that you taste things energetically. And then this can also go as far as you being able to taste things in dreams. And people with this gift experience the sensation of taste without even putting anything in their mouth. Clear aliens is clear smelling. And have you ever smelled something that you thought was out of place and just didn't make sense? Um, Maybe you smell the cigar smoke smell with no explanation. Um, So that's clear aliens is just smelling perfumes or things that are out of place. And clear aliens and clear gustants, um, clear gustants is clear tasting, they're usually directly linked to each other and they often work together and they work to heighten your senses either when doing psychic readings or communicating with people in the spirit world. And smells and tastes also invoke emotions which sometimes spirit gives us to remember certain past situations that you may have shared with your loved one who has crossed. When I was a paranormal investigator, we would get a certain sense while investigating. You know, and usually we would smell sulfur a lot or cigarette smoke, that kind of thing. Um, When my grandmother passed away right after she passed, I did smell her perfume very strongly, and it was out of place. It was at my front door and it was the winter time because I used to live back east and it was very cold. I think it was in January. And I smelled her perfume very strongly. And this really, to me, was a sign that she was near. Um, Clear aliens can also relate to smelling things that might happen in the future. Uh, Meditating and opening your chakras can help you develop and enhance these abilities, the clear aliens and clear customs. um, Using a diffuser too, when meditating, uh, you can, will enhance your um, clear, clear alien's ability. And I usually use essential oils in my diffuser while I'm meditating, such as lavender or clary sage or chamomile. And it might stir some awareness up in you, which it does me, and I use the diffuser, like I said, when I meditate. I have some exercises for you guys to do if you're interested. And they're just psychic exercises. And the first one... Isn't this this exercise is actually called psychometry and it's holding an object in your hand to get messages and impressions from spirit. So what I recommend for this exercise is to get um, an object from a friend or family member, something that you are not associated with. Maybe it's a watch that belongs to your friend's father that passed. And you know, hold the object in your hand and clear your mind. Take some deep breaths. Pay attention to everything you sense and feel and see and receive about this object. And there could even be a smell or taste associated with it. Whatever it is, go with it and connect deeper to the object. And you can write down anything you experienced when you're done and later share your experiences with your friend or loved one for validation and give them the messages you received from that object. It's actually an interesting exercise. Another exercise, I sometimes write down a list of random words on a piece of paper and then I jot down my first visual image that comes to me next to the word. So for me, I wrote down a list of cities that I found on a USA travel map and they were just random cities and then for each city next to it I wrote down emotions, landmarks, people that were associated with this random city. It's kind of a fun exercise to also enhance or to test your psychic intuition to see kind of what you get from it. So I recommend that too. I wanted to read a ghost story, and this ghost story is ghost stories from the book I Never Believed in Ghosts Until. It's by the editors of USA Today, and it was written in the early 90s. And I like the book, and I actually read it in one sitting. It's real easy to read because it's a series of short stories, and these stories are from actual people, and they're supposedly actual events. I, you know, I believe that they're true, and these people actually you know, experience them. And the story I wanted to talk about today is called Haunted Homestead. It's on page 97 by Martha Gessinger. And I'm just going to give you my version of it, a synopsis, because I can't read it verbatim due to copyright laws. But anyways, the story starts out that Martha, her husband and family move into this big home. It's an older home. It has a big, beautiful porch. And it has a weeping willow tree in the front yard. So it's real charming. It has a lot of land. And Martha was expecting when they moved in, so they were very eager to get settled. Strange occurrences and tensions started right when they moved in, moving day. And one evening while watching TV in the living room, um, Martha heard a noise in the kitchen. And she saw the doorknob to the basement turning wildly. She opened the door and no one was there and she explored the basement and still nothing. So her husband put on a deadbolt, put a deadbolt on the door and Martha felt safer in the house. So Martha just shrugged it off and then another night, Martha was home by herself and she was watching TV and she felt somebody come up from behind her and touch her on her back. And she turned around and saw a shadowy figure dart toward the basement door. Once again, Martha looked and there was absolutely nothing there. She named the ghost George and told George she would share the home with him as long as it was nice and would cause no harm. So as time passed, um, the family heard a lot of unexplained noises, footsteps that they just attributed to, you know, the fact that it was an older home. Even their belongings would appear and reappear without any explanation. Things would fall off shelves without any explanation. She would hear cry, or the the family would hear crying, and it wasn't their kids. Her kids also didn't feel alone in their bedrooms, and even guests that came said that they they heard noises and they heard people talking that weren't there. And really, things changed when they moved in. Um, All of their moods changed for the worst and they would be they were unhappy they were physically ill without any explanation and you know martha and her husband even started having marital problems and they eventually divorced and after the divorce martha hired a live-in babysitter and the babysitter left in a hurry and the babysitter i sitter said i cannot stay here i this place is possessed i need to leave i cannot be here there's something in this house and it's it's spooking me and I need to leave. So she left without much notice. So the family continued to hear loud banging sounds. And one night they called the police and the police didn't, they searched the home and they didn't find anything. So there's no explanation for this. And after a while, uh, you know, two of Martha's kids left for college and Martha was just left home with two younger children. So it was just her and two other kids. So there was three people in the home and Martha really felt that the house was too much. She she just planned on selling the home and wanted to move to a smaller place and once she decided that the paranormal activity actually began to increase. One night while downstairs in the living room the door to the attic slammed shut. Now this door had been opened for as long as they had lived there for years and it was never shut and the door was a very heavy wooden door about an inch thick it was six feet tall by four foot wide and the door was propped open by a very large heavy wooden barrel that was very heavy to move and that night Martha and her daughter heard a loud bang and it shook the whole house and they went upstairs and they went to the attic door and they saw that the attic door was closed. And when they opened the attic door, they saw that, oh my goodness, the heavy wooden barrel was way across the room and there's no, no one could have moved it and and nobody was in in the attic. And no one could have moved it without locking themselves in the attic either. So there was no explanation for that. And then they would also just hear a rocking chair rock and they didn't even own a rocking chair And then they would hear a baby cry, and Martha didn't have any babies at home. Her kids were all older. And one night, Martha and her new boyfriend heard a loud noise from down in the kitchen. Now, they were up in the master bedroom, and they heard a loud noise in the kitchen, like somebody fell to the floor. Well, then after that, they heard footsteps creeping up the stairs, and the kids were asleep in their beds. And Martha just kept hearing the noises and and the footsteps actually stopped at the foot of the stairs and then right when they stopped at the landing, Martha opened the door and nobody was there. And then she checked on the kids and the kids were sleeping. Uh, After that, they kept hearing banging and footsteps nonstop. They called the police again. The police could never find anything after investigating. Nothing was ever there. No explanation for any of these noises. And finally, moving day arrived, and Martha and her family worked all day. And finally at dusk, they decided to call it quits and come back the next day and get the rest of their stuff and uh, after they left a friend of Martha's had stopped by the home unexpectedly and the light was on the living room and he saw a dark-haired woman standing there and as the friend kept knocking the mysterious dark-haired woman would not answer the door and then another friend telephoned her that evening and this is when there was landline so we did not have cell phones and a woman a mysterious woman answered the phone and stated that Martha was gone for the evening but would be back. And then on the last day at the house, Martha took a ton of pictures and she actually saw, when she got the film developed, this is before digital photographs, Martha got the photos developed and she saw a picture of a man looking in the home with no explanation. And then she saw a tombstone in the yard, and there wasn't a tombstone in the yard. So there's no explanation there. And Martha did hear rumors that just a series of tragedies had happened in the house. So she did attribute, you know, a lot of what they experienced to the tragedies in the, that happened in the house. So that was um, the ghost story, and I hope um, you guys enjoyed it. And I hope somebody, some lucky person wins a copy of the book because it's a really great book to have, especially before Halloween. Before we go, I did pull a spirit animal card and it's from the Spirit Animal Oracle by Colette baron reed You can get it on Amazon. And I pulled the butterfly spirit card. So this might not resonate with everybody, But it's just, this card is about transformation and beauty. And it's about somebody resisting change and not being able to let go of something. But the card says, don't resist a change, accept it. Just let go and trust the future and trust what is waiting for you. And because what is waiting for you is so much better than what you have. You you need to get rid of things that no longer serve you. And really embrace the change and embrace the new you and embrace what will be and let go of that fear and just be confident of what the future will bring. So that was the card that I pulled. And I just wanted to thank everybody for joining me today on the Electric Spirit Podcast. I'm I'm so thrilled to come back next week. I have another great show set up. So I hope to see you then. And thank you so much for joining us and have a great day. And... Electrify your spirit. Thank you for listening to the Electric Spirit Podcast with your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Find us on Instagram at Electric Spirit Podcast. Be sure to join us next time. Recharging your energy. Recharging your magic. Recharging your spirit. Until then, ciao.